Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here for our weekly PGA show to go briefly over uh, what we can look forward to this coming week in the PGA and how you want to start rounding up some of those bets and start looking at your prize picks plays for the PGA this week. Today is a fantastic day, start of June here at Coach Talk. We have all kinds of stuff going on. We'd love to have you join us. If you want to go to dfscoachtalk.com, you can sign up there for as little as even a three-day pass for 10 bucks. So come and join us. Uh, the Memorial Tournament is the site this week. It is Jack's event. It's the Jack Nicholas tournament that he hosts at his course there at Muirfield, Muirfield Village Golf Club. It is always a fantastic tournament, gets a great field. All the big boppers are there, of course, uh, in honor of Jack, really, to, to come there and play uh, every year. And it's always very competitive. It's a tough course. Uh, last year, they carved it up pretty good. I think it'll be a little bit tougher uh, this year, the way it's going to play. But it is a course in Dublin, Ohio. The weather's supposed to be good this week. A little rain possibly on Thursday morning, uh, nothing major. And then it should be good for the rest of the week. So uh, a nice, nice event weather-wise will definitely help the situation there. It is a tough course. It's a par 72, but, uh, you know, big, very important course uh, to make your approach shots uh, very consistent and solid, putting them in the right place on the greens. That is very uh, important on this course. You do get penalized with, with some larger rough and some traps and some difficult angles to come back at the hole if your approach game is not in place. So stroke, strokes gained approach is the key statistic to look at this week. And in with some of our picks that we have, uh, we certainly have taken that uh, into consideration here because very important, um, very important to be in the right spot and and have control of those irons uh, in a lot of spots. And there's a, a lot of attackable par fives. So, you know, this course has been one with long hitters and one with strategic players that don't hit it as long. So it's not a complete necessity uh, to be long. But if you're long and straight and you have a good approach and you can putt, yeah, wouldn't that be nice for everybody? But you put all those pieces together, you certainly can do very well here. We'll talk a little bit about uh, recency to see who's done well on this course. Certainly, uh, if everybody remembers last year, <clears throat> John Rahm had won it two years ago. Last year, he was just crushing the field. It was gonna, It was all but over. And he tested positive for COVID and had to withdraw. So really, uh, you know, it sh should be considered that he's the two-time defending champion. Uh, so, you know, we'll consider that when we're looking at everything uh, as well. We'll also take a look at the odds and uh, go through uh, a little bit of what Vegas thinks as well, because that certainly makes uh, a big difference here. All right, uh, let's go uh, with a couple of things. Let's go to, uh, let's actually go to the odds now. Let's do that first because 
Uh, it is important where Vegas weighs in here. And they certainly remember that Rom won it two years ago and should have won it last year. He's the favorite at 10 to 1. Uh, I'm not going to be going John Rom this year this uh this year because I think his around the green game is just so sloppy. His form isn't quite there. Granted, he loves this course and certainly could wake up here, but I think he'll get a decent amount of ownership and he's the favorite at 10 to 1. Uh, but I'm going to be fading Rom. So wanted to uh, definitely focus on that because who you buy up to, you know, there's really a big five going in this. Rom, McElroy, Cantley, Shoffley, and Morikawa are somewhat, you know, the key five guys. Also, Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth uh, are getting a lot of early play. But, you know, I think having one of those top guys is going to be necessity uh, and certainly would not blame people for taking wrong, but that's not where I'm going to go. I'm a little more interested in uh, Vegas's second choice, and that's Rory McIlroy at 12 to one. He's put things together. He's playing better. He's putting better. He's more consistent off the tee. His statistics all the way around uh, are looking better. And he's always been a guy uh, strokes gained approach has always been strong for him. So I think he could be, you know, the favorite in my mind to win this. And he's definitely going to make uh, a lot of my lineups. The third choice, Patrick Cantlay at 16 to one defending champ. Really? Again, he, he, he's played phenomenal golf here on this course. We'll go over recency, but the problem is he's playing terrible. I mean, I've, dialed him up and watched him closely in quite a few events and he's just not there he's inconsistent he's not finishing just something missing from his game all the way around uh and at 16 to 1 third choice i think he'll grab a bunch of ownership because of what he's done here at Muirfield village but he will not make my lineups Xander Shoffley, the fourth choice at 18 to 1, definitely a lot more interested in him. And he thrives on these type of courses. He's always in the thick of it, always a threat to win every week, playing well. Uh, certainly a lot of interest there. Cameron Smith, Mr. Uh, Mullethead there, 20 to 1. I, I, you know, am just amazed at how consistently he's in the thick of things. Played fantastic golf this year, no doubt about it. Certainly a threat. You know, if, if he gets into one of my lineups, I'd be surprised because he's expensive and, you know, looking at some of these other guys, but certainly would not, you know, just toss him because he is always a top 10 candidate without question. Jordan Spieth, 22 to 1. Um, a little disappointing last week for sure on a course I thought he'd play very well at. Uh, he's played five weeks in a row, I believe, which is unusual for him anymore. He usually takes a week off here and there. Um, just not in sharp form, still missing some short putts, and uh, just going to be a little too expensive for me. Colin Morikawa, you know, he's been grinding, getting it done. Uh, but again, he's another guy just putting is just awful right now. He is losing so many strokes on the greens. And <clears throat> this course is not a course to not putt well. 
Uh, they're lightning fast greens, and you got to be sharp. And he's 22 to 1 as well, but I am not going to go there. Shane Lowry, on the other hand, definitely uh, sharp. I mean, you look at the way he's played uh, over in Europe and here this year, he's always in it. 25 to 1, dangerous. Certainly a guy I would consider here. His form is going quietly, uh, you know, below the radar, and he is playing really, really well. So definitely consideration there. Victor Hovland made a little run last week. He's 28 to 1. Um, you know, I there's no doubt as far as just pure ability, uh, he's right up there with anybody in the world. Uh, just a little sloppy around the greens and not a good place to, to be sloppy around the greens here at Muirfield Village. So I like him. I think he's tempting. He's expensive, though. And I'd like to see that short game just get a little bit tighter before I dial him up. Matthew Fitzpatrick, 28 to 1 as well, as is Hideki Matsuyama. Two guys, you know, both threat can threaten at any given moment. Um, just not sure that I want to, you know, spend the kind that it's going to take to go there. I'd rather go with two guys higher and then get a little bit of mid-level and a couple of uh, bargains. I think that's the bill that I'm looking at. And uh, Fitzpatrick and Matsuyama make that a little bit difficult. Uh, Will Zalatoris comes in next with Sunjay, Sunjay M at 33 to 1. Again, both playing well. Um, M was stuck over in Korea for a while. He's now got a few tournaments back here. He had COVID over there and, and uh, uh, you know, was quarantined for a bit. And we know Zalatoris, you know, he almost took down his first major. He's fighting uh, and battling. So both good players, both a little uh, costly. Uh, 33 to 1 Vegas, though, uh, are is a lot of respect. Both dangerous and, you know, could see reasons why you'd want to go there. All right, let's go back now and look at some recency because that means a lot in, in a tournament like this where they go to back to the same place Every every year, you know, it's great. You know, a lot of these courses have been new or they switch courses. But, you know, this track is, has been a regular uh, on the tour for quite some time. So let's talk about last year. Again, you know, you have to mention the John Rahm thing. He was up by a ton of strokes when he had uh, to withdraw with, with COVID. But top five last year here were Cantlay, Morikawa, Scheffler, Grace, and Reed. So interesting uh, to keep track of there. Year before was Rom, Palmer, Fitzpatrick, Day, and Wallace. So, <clears throat> you know, seeing Rom there, you know, definitely is tempting. Then, as I said, Cantlay won this two out of the last three years. He shot a, a 64 back in 2019 to win it on Sunday. It was Cantlay, Scott, Kmar, Strillman, and Lishman, Leishman. And then in 2018, top five, DeChambeau, who we know is out, uh, uh, on Stanley Cantlay, another top five here, and Uline. So big differences from 2018. And then the last one, we'll look at 17. It was old Jason Duffner. Man, things have changed pretty fast in five years. And Ricky Fowler, you know, he's been not been there. Lahiri 
uh, Kucher and Justin Thomas. So big changes in five years, no question about it. Uh, but, you know, definitely notes to take if you're a recency guy on a course. Certainly Cantlay, certainly Rom, Morikawa. You know, some of those same names have been there uh, multiple times. And, and, you know, it's definitely something to pay attention to. Uh, I like to take note that Fitzpatrick's finished up there too because he's a guy I'm having trouble uh, eliminating, but I'm really uh, interested in playing because his he's just so solid and he's so close to you know breaking out and winning a couple of tournaments. There's no uh, question about it. All right, let's pull up uh, the pricing and we'll we'll take uh, for this sample uh, we'll take uh, DraftKings and we'll break that down a little bit. But here at uh, at uh, Coach Talk, we supply uh, core builds for DraftKings, DraftKings, and we supply full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo. We look at lineups uh, both for cash slash single entry uh, lineups, and then also GPPs if you're looking to take down uh, the big bucks. So again, it's DFSCoachTalk.com if you want to join us. Also. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a thumbs up, uh, subscribe, and hit that little alert in the upper corner there. That lets you know when all of our podcasts post. They're all in front of the paywall, and we're supplying podcasts every day for MLB, NBA, and then our weekly PGA podcast as well. All three of those come out today, so if you're in a podcast mood, you've got three good podcasts to listen to. And if you hit that alert button, then you'll never miss one of when one of those premieres. All right. Let's take a look at uh, the pricing for the full tournament at the uh, on DraftKings for the Memorial. And, you know, highest priced and should be is John Rom. He's 11-1. Again, I'm not going to go there. The guy I'm more interested in is second highest price, uh, Rory McIlroy at 10-9, I think. He's in a position to win this thing. I really do. Can't lay again. How can you not? Two of the last three years, he's the winner. 10-7, but I'm the one that can't because I just don't like his re- the way he's played recently on the tour. Yes, he's great at this course, but he is just uh, really has a lot of holes in his game right now. Morikawa, certainly a great play at 10-4. Shoffley, the same at 10-2. Uh, I have a tendency between those two, which are always very close plays. I favor Shoffley a little bit right now. I think he's more in a position to to take down a Ben. He's a guy uh, that I would like to buy up to. A couple of other fades for me. Jordan Spieth at 9-7. Not going to go there. Uh, also not going to go with Will Zalatoris as much as I like him at 9-4. Hovland at 9-3 and Matsuyama at 9-2. Again, my strategy is going to be grab a couple of these 10K guys and then try to dip down, go uh, mid-level pricing, and then a couple of uh, bargains. So I'm a little bit more of a uh, not stars and scrubs build, but more towards that than an even build. Uh, a couple guys I like. Max Homa. He's only 8'7", been very consistent, played very well throughout the season. Uh, and I think he's in position to have a good week. Three top tens this year. Uh, he's right in the thick of it. I mentioned also Shane Lowry. 
Uh, 10 of 12 cuts here, had some great events over in Europe. Three top 10s, he's only 9,000, so right on the cusp of that. A um, couple of guys, another guy I want to fade for sure, uh, Daniel Berger, he's 8'5". He has not played well. Bad history at Muirfield Village. Another guy that I was on huge earlier in the season is Corey Connors. I'm fading him again. He's up at 8'4". And again, a guy I just don't trust on this track. A uh, couple of guys, though, here at 82 and 8,300 that could be those, those mid-level guys that I'm looking for to mix with my 10K guys. And that's Neiman and Answer. They're both cheap. They've combined for six top 10s. They've made 24 cuts combined. They're both young. They're both tough. I think they're two guys that could really be in the mix here. I like them very stoutly to make the cut. And those two will be uh, definitely on my radar. Uh, last couple of guys uh, that I'd like to consider. I, it's showing here the DeChambeau's in the field. So I'm going to check on that. I wouldn't touch him if he is. He's obviously been out injured. Uh, I thought he was going to be out injured again. But regardless if he's in or out, I'm not playing DeChambeau. I wouldn't recommend it. He's obviously going to be, uh, if he is in, going to be very rusty. A uh, couple other cheaper guys you can look at. Chris Kirk, 7,700. He's been in form lately. Uh, he's a guy that made the cut and, and was a stronger last week for us. Uh, decent player, uh, certainly, that can win on any given week. The old-timer Jason Day, 7,600. He's cheap. He's got a good record here at Muirfield Village. Not a big guy anymore with Jason Day, but certainly a guy that you can put in there uh, that can get it done. Uh, on the cheaper side, Tom Hoagie, 15 of 21 cuts. He's made four top 10s. Nobody realizes that. He's only 7,400. Certainly a guy that you can talk about. And then I'll share two more cheaper guys that I'm considering. They're both 7,300, and they're guys that really make the salary work, and they've been good this year. And that's Keith Mitchell and Sepp Straka. Keith Mitchell's 15 for 22 on cuts, four top 10s, and Sepp Straka's uh, – I'm sorry, that was uh, Sepp Straka. Keith Mitchell's 12 for 16 on cuts with four top 10s. So not too many people would realize – Mitchell and Straka have made eight top tens combined, and they're both 7,300. Two guys I think you can really uh, get a bargain on if you're going uh, looking to make, be able to buy up and get some of those more expensive guys. So that is it. Uh, quick, wanted to make this fast so people have, you know, 20 minutes or so to get a, an idea of what they want to play. Wanted to get it up there so you can get those lineups up tonight. We're posting our lineups uh, in our Discord on Coach Talk right after the Major League Baseball lock at 7.05. So if you join us if you're or a member listening, uh, you can check out our uh, core build on DraftKings and our full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo. We'd love to have you join us here. Uh, come and check us out. If you want to uh, give do a little digging or see some of our news that post throughout the day, you can always check us out on uh, Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk, and I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. All right, that is it, my friends. Uh, appreciate it. Enjoy the golf tournament. It's going to be a good one. 
this really is a, a competitive event with a lot of the top guys going. So check it out. Let's take some stuff down. Let's keep this hot streak going and coach talk and get it done. So have a, a terrific rest of your Wednesday. If it's Wednesday night and you're listening to this, get those lineups in before you go to bed. You don't want to miss out. We had a bunch of takedowns a couple of weeks ago, and we had some members that uh, did not get them in in the morning, so that was a bummer. So I always recommend get them in there Wednesday night, and uh, you should be good to go. So thanks again. Have a great one. We'll be back again next week when we look to crush it in PGA DFS. And don't forget, our prize picks plays will also be announced this evening uh, and they'll be for the first round. So we'll be crushing it in prize picks in our discord as well. So thanks again. Have a great one.